Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. It is still August. It is still hot, but we are here, and we are glad to be here for another week, and we are thankful that y'all are joining us. My name is Jason. I am the owner of Outdoor Legacy, and as always, I've got my co-host, Hans, from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel, from Ben Wheeler, Texas, big town. What is going on tonight? It is hot, and if y'all are still out there hunting right now, y'all are the dedicated ones. Um, but (laughs) I will say it is, uh, people are starting to get back into gear and hunting. There's thinking about, uh, their season starting people calling ordering scopes like crazy. It's, it's been good. It's been a a very good summer for us. Uh, and I think people are excited to start getting back out in the field and, uh, either they're deer hunters and they're trying to get their, uh, thermal scope so they can take care of some predators and hogs or, uh, people out there that just looking for some cooler weather to get out in and, and go hunt. But we are excited to be back for you. We've got another review for you this week. But before we jump into the review, if you're interested in any night vision or thermal optic, give us a call 877-350-1818. Uh, you can find all of our optics on the website outdoorlegacygear.com. If you want to speak with me about anything that you see on here, if you see something over on my YouTube channel, Hans ETX, and you want to know how one optic compares to the other, call us, because uh, Jason and I have used everything. <laughs> we've hunted with everything. We've used it. We've looked through it. Um, now, if you want to start talking about uh, some stuff that you can only find overseas, then maybe we haven't seen it. I do get calls <laughs> yeah. about that, like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, man, that's not even made it over here yet to the to the States yet. But That's right. If it's if it's in the state, we we pretty much we've hunted with just about everything. So, uh, but thank y'all for coming back. We are gonna review, you know, doing a, a a big review of a older brother, bigger brother of a monocular that we've already done. Yeah, <laughs> bigger brother, big brother yeah. older brother, yeah. big brother. I don't think it's older, just a bigger. <laughs> yeah, newer, bigger brother. It's newer. <laughs> so we're talking about the uh, the infrared outdoor. Iray USA, whatever you want to call it, uh, the uh, the Zoom ZH50. So you know we've already reviewed and talked about the uh, Zoom ZH38. And it, to jog and refresh everybody's memory, um, that optic and that monocular right now was the only one on the market that had an optical zoom, not a digital zoom. Uh, it does have digital zoom, but it also has optical zoom as well. So we'll explain all that, how it works, and uh, introduce you to this uh, new ZH50. So right now, uh, while Hans was mentioning the ZH38, I'm holding one up. I've got one in my hands right here, and uh, just I've been using this unit, and I uh, just wanted to show it. Uh, Hans will be showing you this ZH50, which is going to look, not surprisingly, the same. <laughs> it's going to be a little a bigger objective lens, but it's going to be the same looking unit. He's going to do uh, the walk around, all that here in a little bit, but I'm going to go over the specs. And uh, when I get done with the specs, then I'm going to explain a little bit more what Hans was talking about with this optical zoom. And uh, we'll get into that. So the unit we are reviewing today, as he said, is the uh, Infrared Outdoor uh, ZH or Zoom ZH50. It is distributed in the United States by iRay USA. And this uh, optic, I'm just going to jump right in. It is $4,499. This is a handheld. We should mention that this is not a rifle-mounted uh, scope. It is a handheld thermal, a monocular, as we call it. 
Um, it is, uh, it's got dual lenses, so it is a two-power and a four-power optical zoom. Again, more on that later. Uh, it does have a 4x digital zoom on both of those lenses, so again, we can get into that. Uh, it's a 640 by 512 resolution on the thermal sensor. It's 12 microns. It has a shutterless calibration. This is the second thing that makes it different mm -hmm. than any other thermal optic besides the other zoom. Again, we'll, we'll explain that at the end. Um, there's a lot of explaining at the end. Maybe I should have done this <laughs> at the beginning. But right. the, the two lenses that, that provide two different fields of view. So when you're at the two power uh, optical, you've got a field of view of a very, very wide, 92 foot uh, horizontally at 100 yards. When you go up to the four power, you still got a very generous 46 foot horizontally at 100 yards. The unit does include video recording, no audio. Uh, it has uh, Wi-Fi for the infrared outdoor app that you can stream to. You can pull your videos and stuff off onto your phone, what have you. It uses the infrared IBP1 removable rechargeable battery pack. Uh, Hans will, will show you that here in a minute. I may pull mine out while I'm sitting here talking so he doesn't have to. Uh, that's always hard when somebody's watching you to try to get these things <laughs> in and out. Um, so uh, that battery pack, it is removable and it is rechargeable. I'm going to hold it up right here. There it is in my hand. I got it pulled out of this unit. You can see right here it slides right into the side and locks in. Uh, now, here's a cool thing. This is something that I don't know of any other monocular that we sell that does this. Hans, correct me if I'm wrong, but it comes with a spare battery. So you get, yeah. uh, you know, two of these batteries. Uh, they retail for about $169. So that's an extra value that you're getting. Right. Runtime, our bench test, which just, you know, charging it up, setting it here on the desk and letting it run all the way down. Kind of a best case scenario. It's not freezing cold. It's, you know, not turning it off and on recording, but just a normal charge it up, let it run. We got about 11 hours. And so that's a very long time, even out in the field in cold weather. That's still going to give you mm -hmm. really, really good runtime. And uh, with the spare battery, you're looking at as it comes out of the box, you know, 20, 22 hours yeah. of runtime, that is a bunch. So even in cold weather, you should be good for, for you know, all night and, and, and plus some. The unit has multiple color palettes in it. It weighs about 23 ounces. It's rated for down to negative 4 degrees. It is an IPS 6-7 rating, which is completely dust and waterproof, submersible, 3 foot for 30 minutes. And it has the uh, famous iRay five-year warranty with a, you know, one-week, uh, you know, replacement or repair policy. So that's really nice. Um, so I'm going to real quick talk about the ID ranges. Then I'm going to go ahead and jump into explaining a couple of these, these features that make this mm -hmm. so unique. We'll be talking about them a lot, I'm sure, through the show. But uh, ID ranges, we're going to say it's pretty standard for a 640, uh, you know, give or take 400 yards, uh, maybe further than that. I mean, there may be guys getting go, oh my gosh, it's way further than that. That's a conservative, realistic answer. I think when you're on that, that four power magnification at 640, mm -hmm. um, identifying a hog or a coyote, a deer, that sort of thing uh, out there in that, you know, 400 plus yard ranges is very, very reasonable right. uh, to do. So, so good image quality there. Now, 
Again, it's $44.95, $4,500 basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to explain quickly, uh, I say quickly, quickly as I can, these the, these two big features. Um, and again, this is the ZH38 I've got in my hands. I'm going to explain. So what we're used to with any other thermal optic we've ever seen is you have a fixed objective lens in here and whatever the magnification is you can't change it short of pushing a button and zooming up digitally that's no different than you would do on your cell phone camera or something and you know what happens you zoom in and you lose resolution and it gets grainy it's what all thermals previously have done but through black magic some kind of hocus pocus i don't know how they do it but in here they have two lenses and you, this is your focus on the front of this unit. And so that's what people are used to. Hey, I need to focus my lens. But you, and you do, it is a focus. But if you keep turning past where it's focused and you get starts getting out of focus, the next thing you know, you can see everything starts getting bigger. And all of a sudden you have rolled in a, a different lens that provides more magnification. So on this unit, it goes from the two power to a four power mm -hmm. optically, meaning you are not losing digitally image quality going from two to four. In a normal two power 640 thermal optic, when you zoom to four power, you've doubled your magnification. So you've cut your resolution in half. You've mm -hmm. gone down from 640 to 320 this one you're still at 640 and again both they're focusable so you know you, like i said once you see it start rolling in you go, oh man it's getting bigger you still have to focus it you right. get it tight right where you want it you want to go down you just twist this it doesn't require anything more than that now each of those the, the two power and the four power still have digital zoom so if you want to use this just like any other thermal optic you've ever had, let's say you're at two power and you want to, you know, there's there's up to four times digital zoom. So you could go from two all the way up to 16 or you could go from, no, I'm sorry, two up to eight mm -hmm. or you could go from four up to 16. And again, digitally. So they both have that um, really, really cool feature. I will say this. I said this on the ZH38 um, brand new technology. I think we will be seeing more and more of this. I think this is the future. Uh, I think we will see other brands doing this in years to come. Uh, I, I don't know when. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any inside knowledge of that. I'm just making a prediction that it's, I think it's going to be the game changer that people are, are looking for because we've always said, you know, man, uh, it looks beautiful until I zoom it. Right. And then I lost all that image quality that I paid for. So I, again, I think we're on the very beginning of a, a technology revolution of where these thermal optics will be going. And, and I think we'll just see that coming more. So second thing, and we'll, we'll talk some more about this as we go through the review. Second big thing that we've never seen in a thermal optic is a shutterless calibration. Um, and, and if you're new to thermal, if, if you're, if you're, if you're familiar with thermal optics, you already know 
every optic, the thermal sensor has to be calibrated or nuked, as we call it, N-U-C. Uh, it's slang for some big words, nuked. And, and basically what that means is uh, every so many seconds or so many minutes, the thermal sensor needs to be refreshed. And I say it's like an Etch-A-Sketch you had when you were a kid and you draw on it. And when you want to start fresh, you got to shake it up. Well, so in a normal um, shuttered thermal optic, uh, you can do this manually or the unit will do it automatically uh, when, it, when it senses that it needs to. And it needs to mm -hmm. clean up the image. It will flip a shutter down and you hear this audible click and the screen flickers for, I mean, just takes one second. All right. And it's right back. And, you know, again, it can do this automatically. Or if you want to do it whenever you think the image needs it, you can press a button and do it. Um, if you're on some of the, the other optics that don't have a shutter, you have to close the lens cap because there's no shutter in here. So you close the lens cap and you manually press a button. Then it's done. You open the lens cap back up. This is a shutterless technology does not require you to do anything. Mm -hmm. It is via the software. I don't know the little mm -hmm. computer in here. It is uh, calibrating itself without you knowing it. Yeah. How it does it, again, I don't know. Don't really care. It's just doing it yeah. and it works. So it's really, really cool. I don't think in a handheld, it's that big of a deal because you're not shooting. So you're not worried about always needing the best image or, hey, when is it going to, when's it going to nuke and lock up or, oh, I got to remember to do it. So you don't have to worry about that in a handheld. But I think this just shows us this is what the future is going to hold, I think, for other thermal optics, in, including rifle scopes, where that, you know, does become a bigger issue. So again, the Zoom ZH38 and now the Zoom ZH50 are offering something we have never seen in a thermal hunting optic. Uh, shutterless calibration and true dual lens optical zoom. Mm -hmm. Very, very exciting changes that, again, I think we're just on the beginning of what's to come. Right. So let's do a quick walk around and then I'll show you what this optic comes with in the box. So as we talked about before, 50 millimeter objective lens, the, uh, and I'm sure you've shown it, but the, the dial to focus the image and change it from two power to four power is right here on the front, just behind the uh, objective lens. So you just turn that whole uh, dial left or right. Yeah, eyepiece diopter focus right here. It's got a rubber eye cup uh, on the front, a very nice padded hand strap. So if you're driving around, walking around, uh, I always have these things strapped around my hand so I don't drop it. Don't, if you, I've had guys that have had these, you know, a monocular in their pocket, in their back pocket and walking around and lose it, you know, and that's mm -hmm. just a terrible situation that nobody wants mm -hmm. to find themselves in. But having that padded hand strap uh, not only makes it easier when you're holding it up against your eye for several hours, but if you're moving around, carrying it around, you're not going to drop it, which is an even better thing. Uh, an ambidextrous, ambidextrous design with the buttons on top. Uh, and like Jason talked about on the side is the, the battery compartment where the batteries pull out. So um, very basic design. It's got the USB um, uh, port, USB-C port right here underneath the unit. But again, basic design like most monoculars are um, with the key being the uniqueness of, the, uh, of that optical 
uh, Zoom and, and working that, but it's very easy, like Jason said. Now I'm going to move away from the mic just a second so I can get this box. Now we've got all of it here. Now this uh, monocular comes with a spare battery. So that is, uh, that is a big deal because those batteries, uh, again, around $170, close to $170. And that being thrown in there does give you just all the runtime you're going to need for a whole night. So extra battery in the box. You do have your uh, a nice padded case that it comes in. So if you're traveling around, you don't want it to bang around in a bag or in the back of your truck, you can put it in a padded case. It does come with a... Uh, I don't know if you, I'm sure you did notice this, Jason, but it's got this, um, it's, I know it's not leather. It looks leather, but this little thing for <laughs> going around your neck. So if you want to wear it around your neck, yeah. uh, it has that in there, which is a, a very, uh, very cool thing. It's got the, your, all your cables that you need, USB-Cs. It's got some other stuff in here for whatever trying, uh, you know, device you're trying to uh, connect it to. And then other than that in the box, um, I'm not going to pull it out, but you get a, I don't know if you saw this too, the plugs that it comes with, like the wall plugs, it's got one for probably every country that, that has different <laughs> electrical sockets. There's like four or five different, uh, wall adapters in there. And it's all some funky stuff that you've never seen or, or, or used before, but I know it's all European or, or what, but that, and then the charging base, uh, comes with it as well. So that's the charger base. Mm -hmm. Now you can charge it. Uh, the extra batteries on the base, you can charge the battery in the optic itself, just plugging the whole thing in the wall. Man, I'm banging everything around over here. It's going to sound great on the, on the audio. <laughs> uh, but you have that uh, ability to, to plug it in either, like I said, with the base or uh, plug it in through the wall. But that that's the walk around and what's in the box, which is a new segment that we started. And I think I think it's you know, it's important. A lot of people want to know what is it, what it comes with, a lot of questions. And now we've tried to make it a point to say what you get with it. And this optic, um, along with uh, the the great um, features that it has, that extra battery, that's a big deal. Uh, Five-year warranty, extra battery. It's just include, it just shows you how much value uh, a lot of these things are starting to, to come with. It is. I agree. I mean, it, it's. I understand that at $4,500, this is not a a unit that you know is going to appeal to every person but there's a lot of guys out here hunting with five six seven eight nine ten thousand dollar scopes mm -hmm. and they want a good 640 monocular to go with it and so this is this is one of the options i mean there's and i'll tell you something this market uh as many optics as there are uh from handhelds to rifle scopes and what and there's more and more and more that's why we're reviewing stuff like crazy but there is a very, very limited number of quality 640 handhelds out there. I mean, you know, you can oh, count yeah. them all in one hand. Yeah. And if we say the, the, the 384 standard resolution monoculars, my gosh, I don't know, we'd, we'd get lost trying to count them. But, but the high-end 640 stuff, it, it's, it's very, very few, and the competition is steep there. So this is definitely going to be uh, another unit. I, I want to just talk about, you know, kind of overall, my thoughts. Love the design. Uh, I really do. I mean, Hans used to make fun of me. I talk about the padded hand strap, oh, yeah. but it 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 is. I don't really just make nice. fun of you. All the customers and listeners that call Listen. Outdoor Legacy, they they well, give you a hard time when they're talking to me. That's like, because they that that's because they've never strap. used one with and without. Uh, I mean, okay. it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, no, it's really nice to be able to have that. And like I say, palm that unit, loosely hold it in your hand. Uh, if, if you're going out and you're hunting for 30 minutes a night, who cares? Mm-hmm. But if you're going out there and you're doing a lot of walking, a lot of stalking, it is nice to be able to have that thing loosely held in your hand. And, and like Han said, you don't have to, you know, get tired of gripping it, stick it in your coat pocket or your back pocket and lose right. it. Um, you know, so I like that. Um, I like if you just can't really see this well, but I'm going to try to show this on this ZH38. Inside here where your hand goes, this is rubberized. And it's this, it's, I don't want to say it's cushioned, but it's just a little bit of rubber there. It feels nice on your hand, so it's easy to hold. Uh, this is a substantial unit. I mean, it is 23 ounces, so you're going to know it. I mean, it's not like a brick, but I mean, you know, it, it's there. It doesn't feel it cheap. Very, it, it doesn't no, feel it cheap does not all. feel cheap. No, 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 not at all. And, you know, part of that weight is this this battery. I mean, I pulled this battery out talking a while ago, and I noticed immediately the weight difference. But again, you're getting 11 hours. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can find some of these monoculars that may have a, a three or four hour runtime on the removable battery. But who wants that? I mean, give me two more ounces and yeah. 11 hours. I'll, I'll take it. Right. So I really do like that. I think that, um, and again, I kind of feel like I may be getting ahead of myself of, of who it's good for and, and what have you. But I, I think the appeal to me on the 38 and on this 50 is is you're getting two monoculars in one mm-hmm. so you're getting a two power and you're getting a four power and and if if you were just buying a, any other monocular you have to choose your magnification okay do i want two or maybe it's two and a half or it's three mm-hmm. or whatever it is but and if you if you choose a four then you there's a lot of guys that that are you know maybe in you know hunting coyotes they go i don't want a four power monocular and i'm like you don't want a four power binocular i mean unless you're hunting in really really big country you don't want a four power binocular and they go yeah but sometimes i'm looking out there at a thousand yards and i just want to see heat i'm like i get that but sometimes you might be looking at 50 yards or Uh 100 yards and Uh you don't want a four power well here you go you got a two power you got a four power it's the best of both worlds Hans and I's, both of us, our favorite magnification on handhelds is two power, mm-hmm. you know, just as a base. So this unit has it, but it also has the four for you when you want to, you know, zoom up and, and you know, get a little further range. Right. So my overall thoughts, I really like the unit. Um, I, I, I think that it brings a lot to the table for the price range. And the guys who really, really like this unit are guys who are already using IRA Ricos. Mm. And the reason is it's using the exact same battery pack they have. So now, yeah, you're already getting a spare battery, but you charge all your batteries up and you throw them in the truck and you got batteries for your scope. You Mm -hmm. got batteries for your hand. You're not trying to keep up with, Hey, is this battery charged? And do I have plenty of those batteries? It's all the same. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, across the scopes is a, a really really nice thing to be running off of one battery right that's exactly right well you want to talk about our you're going to move on to our pros and cons yeah let's do our let's do some pros and cons and then we can we can get back into talking about the unit so go ahead i'll 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 lead in with our the the cons and i really only have one i think that um as far as the eyepiece looking through the optic uh, you're going to get the best picture image or the best visibility when your eye is perfectly centered behind 
the the viewfinder screen or the eyepiece. So if you if your uh, head is at it is a, at a slight tilt or if it's not perfectly aligned, um, it, there it does seem like there's some blurriness around the edges of the screen if it's not perfectly centered. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of terms to describe that, but to me, it's just you know making sure that your eyes perfectly centered behind the eyepiece. Um, really, that's the only uh, the only con that I could come up with with all of this. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I've got one more that I'm going to mention, but I want to I want to expand on what you're talking about. I think, and Hans has used this term to me before, and I think it's it's fair. I think some people might take this and think it's worse than it is, or may not know what he means. But he's he said sometimes it feels like a fishbowl effect. Yeah, and I think and see, he's right. It, yeah, it, and, yeah. And go I don't. Ahead. I didn't want to use that term only because I, know you I felt like it, I it scares people away. You know, and it's not as bad as it really sounds. But yeah, somewhat of that. Yeah, exactly. It it you you just feel like you really have to press your eye in and you you want to get your eye close and see this is all which i mean i don't know how much this han showed but i'm gonna show here on this unit this is really cushioned when you see this i mean i'm I'm pressing in a quarter inch a uh, lot of cushion here uh, i mean here, let me see if i can even show here that's I mean, gonna look, be the look how much that's gonna be the youtube yeah, thumbnail. that's the thumbnail of me me, <laughs> the me pushing the cushion <laughs> <laughs> The oh my gosh! I have a feeling that's going to come back to haunt me. So, <laughs> okay, I got to regain my composure. Yeah. No more pushing the cushion. So listen, <laughs> I'm going to be as red as my t-shirt. Oh, I know, right and now. it's uh, so, week two hundred and. 20 something yeah. and, and i finally I no got you idea. to say something uh that is yeah, co somewhat it's, controversial it's, and might get us red flagged so that's <laughs> <laughs> the straight laced one you know drops that, a that's a right term like that's that. right okay. uh, so <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i'm sorry we got to get this back on the, the tracks because it's it is derailed so I'm just making the point when I put my eye up to this thing, I mean, I, I really feel like I want to push it in there because what happens is I feel like the center of the screen. I mean, the, the, the let's say 80% of, of this of, in a circle is clear. The edges, I kind of feel like I really have to get my eye. And that's what I think Hans is talking about when you get to one side or the other. And by the way, guys, I keep flipping this back and forth. This is just a little, um, uh, you know, keep the light out if, if you want there on the, the side of this, uh, Shutter here, not shutter. What is it? Uh, uh, eye cup. Eyepiece, sorry, yeah, little okay. little eyepiece, eye cup. So I think that's it. Uh, I, I would, you know, if there's one thing, I guess I'd change. It might be adjusting that eyepiece a little bit. I will say this too. So I believe the image quality is really good. I believe it's a good 640 image. I feel like that there is probably some very small amount of loss of image due to the, the optical zoom, the two lenses. Again, I don't know what's going on in there, exactly how it's happening. I, I feel like there's a little bit of a lossiness there. Uh, and again, this is coming from somebody who's looked through, I mean, Hans and I both, tons and tons and tons of 640s. Um, we have sold a lot of the ZH38s. We've already been selling these. Uh, on average, you know, people are loving them. Like I said, especially the guys that, that have already got a Ricoh. Mm -hmm. uh, people like the unit. So I'm not I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. Uh, I think that there are you know gives and takes. You're getting something that that another optic does not have, 
And if you're going to buy a two power 640 and you're going to zoom it up to four power or say it's a two and a half and you zoom it to five, whatever, you're giving up more image quality to do that digitally than I think you could ever, you know, possibly give up mm -hmm. with this. So I think the real two and the four uh, optically is a big deal. Right. Um, so I think those are the only two things that, you know, we, we like to point out anything we see, right. any little small thing. And again, I've had guys tell me, hey, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, thank you for pointing these things out. Some guys say, y'all get nitpicky. <laughs> y'all are, well, I was like, right. you know, but we, we look at a lot of optics. Right. So we want to point out anything we see. Again, I think those are two minor things. Yeah. Now, getting to the pros, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if we talked about this last time or not. Um, we, we might have, but I know the guys that have bought these units, there's something that they really like on them. And I admit it is cool. And every thermal optic ought to have it right here on this unit uh, on the side. When you plug it in to charge it, mm -hmm. so you plug it in right here on the bottom. Okay. You plug it in right there. And when you plug that in to, to charge it, uh, I mean, let me back up. This is assuming you don't pull the battery out of it. Right. Because it because there, there's a cradle charger in the bag, right, Hans? Yes, there's, yeah. I didn't hear you say that for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. a cradle charger for these batteries. But I'll be honest, a lot of times, I mean, we've all got USB cables laying around. It's a USB-C. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've got them laying there. So a lot of times I don't pull the battery out because then I got to right. get that cradle charger. I just plug this thing in and, and walk away from it. Uh, and so when you do right there you can kind of see it on this video that is a little led and it lights up red tells me that it's charging and unlike a lot of other optics i have to come in i have to turn it on i have to look in it and go yep it's full or nope still needs more time when this thing goes full it turns green right. now listen guys i know what you're thinking it's a $4,500 optic. That's the least that they could do is give me a red and green LED. <laughs> but yeah. what I'm telling you is that's not common in no, this industry. It not is not common to have any exterior indication of when the unit is actually charging and when it is fully charged. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. I like yep. it. it. It is minor, but, but it's a, it's, you know, something nice that you're getting. Um, I think, you know, I'm kind of going over these pros here, and I'll let you jump in if I leave anything out. But obviously, the dual lens. And we're harping on it, but you have to. I mean, that is this unit's claim to fame, mm -hmm. is having the, the 2X and the 4X. So really, really like that. Obviously, the shutterless calibration, we talked about that. And I think another big one for me is just going to be this battery life. Yeah. I mean, this is some of the best battery life I think we've seen in a handheld binocular with a removable rechargeable battery. And man, that's, that just gives the guys, mm -hmm. especially guys in cold weather, uh, you know, a lot of confidence to be able to go out with this thing and not worry about in, you know, okay, you Texas guys are getting three or four hours out of it, but, you know, I'm up north and it, it's, you know, mm. 10 degrees and I'm, I'm burning through batteries. I think it gives them a lot of confidence, you know, to be mm -hmm. able to go out with the spare battery and know, hey, if I left with them both charged, I'm good. Even right. if I left with one of them charged, I'm probably still good. Mm -hmm. No, exactly yeah. right. Anything else you want to add to the pros? You know, I think the big thing, like you said, this is basically two optics in one. And for all of you out there that um, that feel like, hey, I need more magnification, 
uh, because, you know, I'm hunting in wide open areas and, and four power is appealing, but it's nice to have two power. If you need a wide field of view, if you're for whatever reason, you know, hunting in a different environment, if you're traveling somewhere and hunting, if you've got coyotes or something running in from the side of you and you know, things are pretty active up close, uh, and vice versa, if you, if two power is a good, uh, you know, base magnification for you, for, for your environment. Um, it's nice to be able to jump up to four when you're trying to ID an animal very far out, which happens from time to time as well. So two optics in the one is basically the, uh, and I think you alluded to it too, is the, the, the reason why, uh, the release of this optic was, um, had a lot of, uh, anticipation from from a lot of consumers out there that wanted to see this and wanted to know exactly how it worked. So the picture quality is also good. Getting getting a spare battery and one of the best warranties mm. in the industry uh, mm. is a is a big big deal. Um, Forty five hundred dollars is is uh, not a little amount of money. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good stack of money, um, but you're getting. You're, you are getting a lot. You're getting the best, one of the best warranties in the industry. You're getting the extra battery. Uh, you're getting technology now that is brand new uh, on the market, the latest and greatest. So uh, we will, and you and you talked about it too, uh, Ira, Ira Rico owners, uh, for obvious reason, like this monocular because of the battery setup. So, uh, you know, being able to to swap those back and forth is an important thing. Um, for them as well. So in, in getting that spare battery, um, you can use it for your monocular or use it for your scope. That's on the IRA Ricos only though, not the Bravos I'm, or the Bolts. I'm going to say something that's, yep. that's minor. Mm -hmm. So, so tiny minor, but you know, the lens cap on this is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some, there's some optics out there that, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it just, look, it's a cheap plastic lens cap I mean, let's, let's be honest about it, but there's some lens caps out there sometimes that I'm like, yeah, that's going to break. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that, I that's going to break. And, and this can too. Look, I mean, I could twist this thing. I could break this off here. No, no doubt about it. But mm -hmm. it's a nice lens cap. And mm -hmm. I like it. It locks in. I mean, you can hear that. I don't yeah. know if you can. I mean, it, it locks in nice and tight. So I, I do. I like that. One um, thing uh, you know, we, uh, we didn't yeah, also mention, uh, and this is the last pro that I'll talk about. Um, this okay. does have Wi-Fi and it does you can download the app, the infrared outdoor app, which that app to me, uh, is probably one of the best in the industry compared mm -hmm. with these optics, uh, with the IRA scopes, with the infrared outdoor scopes, that infrared outdoor app, very easy to use. It stays connected very, very well. I mean, if you have the Wi-Fi on, on one of these, one of their optics, your phone is going to, it's going to override everything and take your phone because that's how good the connectivity it is. Uh, connectivity mm -hmm. is you can use the viewfinder mode which basically means you can look at an ipad or or your cell phone instead of having your eye on the glass uh, the whole time or well, downloading videos is easy mm -hmm. sharing videos to your phone or your laptop is easy so really really anytime we get to test or we're testing a infrared outdoor optic i'm always like oh yes <laughs> it's easy it's going to be easy to get videos on and off the scope so that's a yeah. that's a big plus for for all you video creators content creators and just anybody that wants to send their hunting video to their buddy uh, it does make it a lot easier yeah I, I agree i mean i think that is a big deal a lot of people ask about the apps i mean i have people that that tell me now um hey i don't own a computer right. you know i got an ipad i got a or, you know, an Android or some kind of tablet. I got a uh, phone, iPhone, Android, whatever. I don't have a computer. And so uh, 
some of these other optics, you know, you got to plug it into a computer to right. get them off. And, and this is, sure. you know, we're obviously moving this direction that you don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, Hans and I still do a lot of times uh, for editing and things, but it is nice if, if you're not editing, you just want to share a quick video with a buddy or yeah. maybe upload it to Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, whatever. You can do that straight from the unit. So exactly. uh, I tell you what I want to roll into here is we're running out of time. Uh, and, you know, you kind of, we've alluded to this, but who this unit is good for. And Hans, I'm going to go ahead and pop off here real quick. And, and you know, you can jump in. Uh, I'm going to say that the ZH38, which we, again, we've already reviewed, 1.6 power and 3.2. I know a lot of guys are going to say, what's the difference? Two and four, 1.6, 3.2. Well, there's a pretty good difference. I mean, it's not a huge amount, mm -hmm. but I would say if you're a hog hunter and you're hunting in the south, uh, you're hunting in tighter conditions, and maybe you're maybe you're a deer hunter. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you're in the woods, or, or you know, again, a hog hunter, cow hunter, going to be in those tighter mm -hmm. areas. I would recommend the 38. Um, I talked to a guy today who was in Ohio, and he said where he's at. He can't see over 100 yards. He said, everywhere I hunt, there's so many trees. He said, I hunt small clearings, small openings. And he said, I, you know, 200 yards would be the maximum anywhere I'd ever see. And so, uh, again, I always said, you know, the north and the south. But I guess it's not always fair to, you know, mm -hmm. you know put everybody in that one one bottleneck. I'd also say I talked to a guy who was uh, in Mississippi who said he can see a 1,000 yards. So, you know, anything can happen. But right. it depends on where you're at. But... With that said, um, I think that the 38 is good for the guy that's really doing a lot more closer range stuff. He needs that low 1.6 power for maybe getting in the woods or, or just he's really not ever going to be looking over maybe 300, mm -hmm. 400 yards on the far end. I think this unit does not have to be just for the coyote hunter. But I think if you are a coyote hunter, this is the one I would go with. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's within the budget, I think it makes the most sense because you are getting that four power. You're looking at smaller animals at longer ranges. Uh, I think plenty of hog hunters will still use this unit because, again, as I said, my favorite magnification is two power. So, I mean, I can use the ZH50 with no problem. I can use the ZH38, which I've been doing with no problem as well. But so I think that the, the two and the four power, right? it's, I guess I'm going to say this. It's probably the best all around. Yeah. It's probably going to do the, the most mm -hmm. for you yeah. and, and hinder you the least. I don't right. think it's going to hinder the guy that's hunting under 50 or under a hundred, you know, maybe 50 yards under a hundred yards though. And I don't think it's going to hinder the guy that's, you know, looking out there at three, four, 500 yards. Uh, so anyway, I, 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 this is the fifties, my favorite unit, yeah. but the 38 still has a lot of value. Right. I'd agree with that. So if you're interested in purchasing either one of the IRA zooms, uh, give us a call 877-350-1818 or jump on the website, outdoorlegacygear.com. Uh, again, that's outdoorlegacygear.com. You can go find all the optics there. Uh, please subscribe to us, uh, the Late Night Vision Show on YouTube, on iTunes. Follow us on the socials, which you can find the Late Night Vision Show on Instagram, on, on Facebook, on YouTube, and any other podcast sharing apps. Uh, you can even watch it on Spotify, and you can watch it on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, go find Jason uh, over at Outdoor Legacy Gear on Instagram and on, on Facebook. Uh, also check him out on some of the forums. You'll see him over there answering people's questions. Uh, and you can find me Hans ETX, H-A-N-S ETX on Instagram and on YouTube. 
And go check out all of our past episodes of the Late Night Vision Show at thelatenightvisionshow.com. Find all over 200 episodes over there and, and a lot of optics. Um, a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but there's optics there that don't even exist anymore. That's how old the show is. <laughs> so uh, thank y'all for checking it out. And we look forward to being back very soon with another episode. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this review. Again, if you got any questions about the unit, how it compares to any other uh, uh, thermal, you know, handheld monoculars out there, whatever, and you don't know if this is the right thing for you, give us a call. Hans and I are always glad to help. We'd love to have your business. Uh, stay tuned. We have got more great shows coming up. We've got a list of shows that we are trying to get done because there is just so many things going on as we approach fall. And uh, we're, we're trying to cram in as many shows as, as we can and, and not leave anything out. If there's a review or a topic or something you want us to talk about, just a question you want answered, uh, leave a comment in, in the, the you know, uh, comment section there on YouTube uh, and just say, hey, next time y'all do a you know, question and answer show, throw this in there. Or, hey, here's a topic I'd really like to see. Where, throw them out. We're always scratching things down, taking notes, mm -hmm. and uh, we'd love to have your right. suggestions. Appreciate y'all watching this show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Hope to see you here again next week on the Late Night Vision Show. So between now and then, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes. <laughs>